watching your one piece. We are! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are. Uh. <laughs> disappointed. Oda said it was. He wasn't gonna do a big. He wasn't just gonna win with a big punch. Yeah, you fucking boo! liar. Boo! <laughs> More like Boojrong Gun. That's me he, booing. He, he lied. Hashtag Oda lied. That's a Game Freak lied reference. O- Oda, if you Oda that. lied. Kaido died. <laughs> it's a very funny thing. I, I don't actually care to be here. I, I remember I, I, someone I get, in the get why. Like, he, he, he was right that it's not just a big punch, but I, I'm sure it's the biggest punch of, of the time. internet. People are just like, you said there's going to be something different. Yeah, I I know some people in the Discord were sort of uh, not necessarily saying that I was complaining, but like seeing like have seen that complaint in earnest, and I'm like, I just want to make it clear that I'm not complaining in earnest. I just think it's funny that yeah. his idea of not a big punch is still kind of a big punch. It's the biggest punch of all time, though, and it is. It's t- not. It's tough to I think grapple with how big it is because you you have to. Remember how big Onigashima is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know some people are like, yeah, the Thousand Sunny is like bigger than the Titans and Attack on Titan. <laughs> and the Thousand Sunny is like smaller than the entrance to Onigashima. <laughs> and Luffy could punch through that. <laughs> so like you, you kind of need those like the, that gif that goes from like the size of a person to the size of like Jupiter or something. But for Luffy's fist. And it's only capable because of Gear 5. Like, it, it is, there's a lot of stuff going on before just the punch. Also, Ryu Haki plays into it. But visually, visually, it's still a big punch. It's also funny because they, they put that move in Pirate Warriors 4 with the new uh, <laughs> Luffy that can go Gear 5. and uh, So you just win the level when you do that. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, it's not actually big enough. I'm going to complain to uh, Koei, whoever, is that whoever makes it. I don't know. Takamo football. We're we're back to talk about One Piece. Uh episode ten seventy six. Kaido is finally defeated. Alright, that's it, everybody. Bye. We covered it. We're done. Thanks to our patrons for the month. Uh, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Bilbo, Scrimbo, Bongo, Glupshido, Bongo Bongo, Buggy the Clown, Binky the Clown, Burpee the Clown. <laughs> Season two of the live action, speaking of Burpee was confirmed we have not yet been cast in it yeah. that's new right that happened since we recorded I last think, time i think it was just like a couple days ago okay my my perception of time is is out of out of wonk unfortunately so i'm like i don't know was that two days ago or a week ago i also like being in the discord with people and talking to you sometimes i'm just like did th- was this on mic was this a conversation we had on mic or is this a conversation <laughs> we had in the privacy <laughs> of our uh, text threads sometimes think- it's it's hard to remember I think I saw it on in the Discord. I know we didn't say it in the last episode. Okay, but well, but God. but once again, if we get casted, it you will get those live action episodes on the feed. So get us cast. Yes, there's there's plenty of duos of people. You could, you could bring Johnny Nusaku in late. It'd be a weird choice, but you could do it. Yep. Uh, Dorian Bragi. Although I mean, I wouldn't be upset about having to come back for a million flashbacks as they continue uh, to reveal I, things about giants. I I would um be two hundred percent okay with being cast as a kung fu dugong. That would be pretty sick if I could. Yeah, there's someone in my uh, local 
local card game Discord. Shout out to the person who said that they're not going to learn how to play the card game and just be confused every time we talk about it. <laughs> but uh, there's someone who was like, I like specifically wanting to fill an entire binder with Kung Fu Dugongs. <laughs> so like, they're like, all of the ones that you pull, please give to me. <laughs> and I absolutely will be uh, dedicated to their cause. It's also crazy seeing people like buy full cases. What do you do for a living? Uh, flip cards. <laughs> that's yeah, what I've I found. Mean, that's, that's probably true. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, when you buy a case, you're guaranteed certain rates. Like, you know, you're gonna get like one of every alt leader, basically. So, if you're not a collector and you don't want all of them, it does pay for itself pretty quickly. Although prices are not as high as they used to be, I've noticed for new sets anyway. I think maybe like the alt Zora leader or the waifu namis are still that way but which was the first alt i drew was the 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 triple threat nami which had side boob armpit and <laughs> cleavage <laughs> or was it under boob I, maybe it's a quadruple threat who could say that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about luffy doing a big punch and winning although it's not the only thing that happens in this episode this is uh a lot of i, I shouldn't say a lot of but the extent of dedicated direct kaido flashback that we get and i almost even think that this is expounded upon from the manga like i'm like is this is this more than i remember getting or maybe it just goes by so much quicker when it's six panels and each panel turns into a scene it's hard to say i didn't reread it i should maybe instead of reading ahead i should maybe just read like right before watching the episode were you expecting any at this point? Probably not. I think offhandedly once you did say something about getting some somewhat of Kaido, but it's very little. <laughs> it's very little. And it's, I think, the right amount. And it's also not dumb. I always, I keep comparing this to Luchi in these episodes. And, it, and this time I was like, am I just like blowing that out of proportion in my memory? Am I like, like, I do think it's dumb. I think his backstory is dumb. But I do wonder, like, maybe it was only one episode and I'm being dramatic. I'm like, if it's like two or three episodes, I, I, I stand by what I've been saying. But <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, just, I just don't actually remember how long it is because I think it just sticks in my craw as something that was uh, cringe and fail. Um, I'm not going to go back and rewatch any slobbing anytime soon. My partner said they want to start watching One Piece for Real now that we watch the live action, so... Um, that's at least one good thing that has come from the live action. Uh, a, a lot of people have been getting into the anime now, actually, after that. But Good. I'm glad. That's, that's basically the best case scenario, because I know we were worried that some people who liked it might be like, well, I can't watch the anime because I don't want to be spoiled. Instead, they're like, no, I got to go watch it now. <laughs> I got to go watch the real version. So best case scenario there. All that to say that if my partner does eventually get to Enya Sloppy, I will update on my opinions on Luchi flashback. <laughs> Um, but yeah, ver various things happen in this episode, but it is a lot of Kaido focus. I do like him saying that he hasn't had enough fighting yet. Like, that's his reason for not wanting to lose to Luffy more so than anything else. What do you, what do you think of Kaido's flashback? He's from, did we know he was from the Vodka Kingdom? I don't think so. It feels like is a thing we would have made more jokes about if it had come it up. That's not a name I should recognize, right? It's just funny that he drinks a lot and he's from I, the Vodka Kingdom. <laughs> they might be at the Reverie. I don't recall. Like, I mean, the flashback implies that they get into the Reverie anyway. I don't remember if, like, maybe they came up and we made some jokes about them 
when we covered the Reverie arc, like we did uh, King Hamburger, who uh, walks forward but never looks backwards <laughs> at, a, at a very steady pace. I'm trying to think, am I conflating my kingdoms? Let me look up real quick. I mean, this is as it's, its first appearance. Has it been mentioned before? No. Okay, I was conf- conflating. I was like, is this the one that, just the one that Bonnie was connected to? But no. Trivia, vodka is an alcoholic beverage. Thank you. Um, this fits in with Kaido's love for alcohol. Yes, thank you. Um, but also, the Japanese pronunciation of vodka is similar to the way Kaido laughs. And also the sounds in his devil fruit name. So, there goes Oda. Always cooking on three levels at once. Who was Jory Bonnie pretending to be? Uh, I wish I could remember. Okay, well, you're not allowed to look it up, but... <laughs> Definitely not. Sorbet Kingdom, that's it. Mm. So I was, I, 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 it's probably pointless for me to even be like, oh, it was food. They're all food! <laughs> <laughs> Everything's <That's> food! <laughs> Multiple places in Wano are named after food. Yeah, Luffy's trying to make a place where everyone can eat, but like, already halfway there, everything's food. Should have teamed up with Big Mom. I think that would have been. I guess not her fruit. Someone needs to get Struson's fruit <laughs> to make the world a better place. Yeah, but his food tastes bad. We need to get like that. Uh, so when Vegapunk was doing the artificial devil fruit, we need to get him to do Struson's fruit, but make it <laughs> taste good. He would call it a failure because it wouldn't be an exact success of, of replication, but that's fine. Vodka Kingdom. That's where Kaido is from. Yeah. He was always strong. That's that that's kinda like his entire value in the world ever since birth was being able to beat the shit out of other people. To the point where like Odin, he looked like Katakuri at age fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Katakuri's like thirty eight. He's allowed to look like that. That's a see the actual biggest fucked up thing about this flashback is I know we've seen him a couple times before, but starting the Beast Pirates and in the Rocks Pirates, Kaido is hot. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tragic to find that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can't keep getting away with this. Oda keeps cooking. <laughs> Loves to draw hot people. <laughs> but yes, we see him picking fights at full of lead, which used to be Rox's. Uh, like, playground. Now it's Blackbeard's. Speculate away. But Kaido's there picking fights. That's where someone's like, he's a monster, but he's only 15! <laughs> and then Whitebeard's conveniently there and is like, hey, Rox wants to see you if you want to be a pirate <laughs> with us. Basically hard cut to God Valley instant. You don't see it on screen. Rox's is disbanded. We see Big Mom mad about it, I guess. Also worth mentioning that, so, Kaido is like, he, he has one line where he talks about not caring about the authority of the Celestial Dragons, which is cool. Comrade Kaido. Yeah, because he doesn't understand why you'd want to, like, live under them. You, you can't be the strongest if you're, if you're stuck under what they want, under their mm-hmm. rule. He is then, they, they attempt to sell him or, like, trade him into the Navy, like, being drafted in exchange for a seat at the Reverie, the Vodka yeah, Kingdom, the Vodka the, King, I guess. This is the first time we've seen them mention a draft, right? <laughs> I <laughs> think so. We've definitely seen, uh, like, 
you have to pay this much money or do this to be part of the reverie or have a seat at the table. Yeah. But I, I don't think I've ever heard the word draft before in relation to yeah. the Navy. That makes this interesting that they could like see someone very powerful as a threat and negotiate with the monarch of the kingdom. Because uh, I don't think anyone's like a president of their place. I think everyone's just like kings. <laughs> just King and, Hamburger. Uh, with that, oh yeah. <laughs> Democratically elected King Hamburger. And um, they just be like, hey, uh, you could be a part of the big boy table, but you got to give us that, that guy because he's going to be a problem if we don't have him. Yeah, it does remind I know that like the child trafficker that uh, was Big Mom's mom, none mom, she was bringing strong people into the Navy. That's a little <laughs> different than a draft. Yeah. But not so much different than this thing that they're calling a draft. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only thing I can think of that's similar. I know, like, I don't know, everybody else has joined the Marines willingly that we've seen on screen. It was just really, well, I guess, how I guess I don't know how willing that was. He was just kind of there. And then once <laughs> his dad was arrested, he was still a Marine, but like <laughs> yeah. the lowest rank imaginable. Kobe obviously joined his own have we seen anyone else join the marines we've seen a million marines that are good guys like, we saw we saw full body take a demotion so he could save Django and get Django in the marines that's true one of the more important <laughs> plot beats but is that happening off screen in the live action we, we don't see Django, but I'm we so do upset. see full body so weird and they reference mirrorball island <laughs> even more weird <laughs> Yeah, it's weird the cuts they the deep cuts they do make in the in the things that get removed. Uh, maybe that's just why Django Django was blowing up too much at Mirrorball Island, so he couldn't make <laughs> it to Sura Village in time. But hopefully, he still runs into to full body. It'll be very funny when they get to Marineford, and that's Django's first fucking appearance. <laughs> yeah, they have to do like a whole ten minute routine with him as a, to make up for it. Anyways, enough enough of our live action thoughts. You got to pay for those, or get us cast one or the other. <laughs> we will not let this die. Yeah, so uh, I guess just more with Kaido. He's he's. I, I do like the bit where he escapes from the Marines, immediately gets caught again, and then escapes again. And I was like, why are they dragging this out like this? And it's they they're like he only gets caught when he's hungry. <laughs> he, That's he really lets, funny. Lets himself get caught to to get food from the Navy and then escapes again. So that's a pretty base move. They say that they're not a cafeteria, but I disagree. Clearly you are. But back in the present, Kaido is like, continues to talk shit to Luffy. He's like, you know, you'll be betrayed because you're weak. You don't have the, 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 the fear that I put into people. He does admire. It's interesting because he's like, You'll be betrayed. People won't follow you. I'm immediately thinking, no, he's going to succeed for the exact opposite reason. <laughs> he's so, like, kind of blandly trustworthy <laughs> that people follow him. And then Kaido immediately, like, admires the way he's unified the samurai of Wano and all these other people. And I'm like, no, you do get it, Kaido. <laughs> you just are like, my way's better. Yeah. <laughs> And the other thing is that he's like, I don't, what is your goal, Luffy? Like, what kind of world do you intend to create? I'm intending to make a world of violence, which is cool and normal. Yeah. But, 
But what could what could Luffy do? We already know the answer to what Luffy's going to say, and he does repeat it very dramatically while he punches uh, Kaido into oblivion. But uh, it does involve food. Spoilers. But yeah, we already talked about Kaido joining Roxas' crew and another mention of the God Valley incident. Roxas' crew being defeated by Garp. They don't mention who Garp teamed up with, which is interesting, which, which we know. But that must be a government secret. Yeah, I guess that's true. Pretty, we basically jumped straight from there to Kaido getting talked into being like a tool for the Kurizumi clan in Wano. Like, King's with him, so we know he went to Punk Hazard or wherever King was and saves King. It's interesting. He's like, don't use me for political gain. Doesn't want to be a weapon of the Navy or be part of Vodka Kingdom getting into the reverie. And then very quickly is like, hey, be... I guess he's not told that he's being a tool for the Kurizumi clan, but that is ultimately his fate anyway, is to be this blunt instrument for the politics of a different place, but under the guise of being the most powerful person there, which I think is why he ends up killing or trying to kill Orochi. I don't, I still find it baffling that he doesn't, doesn't succeed in that. I'm like, if he really should have been the one <laughs> to do it strength wise, but whatever you get, you get several other good scenes out of, Orochi not being dead yet. And Kiroshiro gets to do it, which we do see him again in this episode. Yeah. Um, but did, before did, the... do, did he actually do it, though? Oh, my God, I hope so. Well, we get, like, a cover story of just, like, him still being alive. <laughs> yeah. And going through maybe. the rest of his lives, his, his nine lives. Eight lives, I guess. We do, we do see Kiroshiro in this episode, and before we end this, like, flashback scene, we get Kaido talking to King. And he's like, Yamano mentioned Joy Boy. I don't know where he got that from, but... <laughs> and the, I guess the answer is the journal, Odin's journal. It's interesting that he says, like, I wonder if this is the same person that you're waiting for, King. And King has a, a facial response to this. And I'm like, what does King know that no, we don't know? <laughs> and, and I mean... What, I was know. Joy Boy a Lunarian? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I don't think, no, because the Lunarians have, have the wings and the fire stuff. I, I mean, I guess Luffy can set himself on a fire, and we don't know why. Say what you will about that. He doesn't have wings, though, and if they, I think that would be a mistake to give Luffy wings at any point. <laughs> he cannot be trusted with wings. No. Uh, he would need to be grounded by, t by uh, the FAA, I think. Whoever controls the skies. <laughs> There's a joke there. There's a joke about someone controlling the skies. There's a pop culture reference to be made, but I just can't grasp it. Has anyone got a sky sky fruit? That's got to be a fruit, right? <laughs> uh, what, like a logia? <laughs> I don't know. Sky, sky is such like an odd concept. I mean, we it's have... True. I think this... I, I would just imagine, like, a cloud cloud fruit. I think Smoker's the closest we have, but I, yeah, I feel what would, like... What would be the distinction between a cloud fruit and Smoker's smoke fruit? Would it just be... I, I can't imagine it being moisture for the sake of how the devil fruits work. <laughs> also, is smoke a na really a naturally occurring thing, since that was apparently a rule for Logias? I guess it is. Yeah, I'm mean, like... Forest fires happen and stuff. That's true. Only you can prevent smoker <laughs> from actually cigarettes grow on trees. Oh, true. <laughs> In the One Piece world, yeah. <laughs> and cigars that you just have, and a they're cigar good for plant. you. 
<laughs> they are. They're really good for you, and you look really cool doing it. Yeah, that's why Sanji's still got in, in so much shape. <laughs> you think uh, he doesn't like run out of breath at any point, which is what, or like you have like twenty wrinkles and look older than everybody else. <laughs> that's what they really need to start doing. He he should not just because of his smoking, but because of uh his entire life. Yeah, yeah, he should just be aged by his trauma. <laughs> Yeah. We talked last time about the the bad futures of all the straw hats. And even still Sanji doesn't go that route when he smokes too much. He just turns into judge who is still like looks his age and is strong and and whatever. As yeah. opposed to like Nami who does look like she smokes a pack a day when she grows old because that's just how Oda perceives women, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or at least when he's making comedy manga, I'm sure he's not taking it too seriously. Much less the the throwaway, what would they look like in a bad future? I don't know. I guess I'll draw <laughs> something that I think is funny. Do we criticize what he thinks is funny? I don't think we have time for that. <laughs> yeah, what what does King know? What is he cooking? Kaido does say that he has an idea who Joy Boy is. And I think this is a very interesting... <laughs> uh perspective for him to have it's like it, it is it is like not quite are we the baddies because he seems to know the answer he's like oh joy boy is the person who's like going to be the most free thing in the world and like open the borders of wano and all this stuff well whoever can manage to beat me it's like it's like it, it's so close to i think the the are we the baddies perspective but <laughs> not N- not not even that Kaido isn't self-aware just that he's like don't care this is all value neutral there's no there's no uh right or wrong everything is bipartisan violence is bipartisan but anyways there's the eye catch when we get back we do see the last uh CP0 agent who hasn't been murked escaping he just <laughs> skywalks to i don't know somewhere else oh yeah th- he's here yeah remember him the one that didn't do anything <laughs> Except for tell other people to go do shit and then they died. <laughs> Isn't that just what it is when you work in the government? You just tell people to do stuff. And then they die? <laughs> and no one knows about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's my understanding of it. Uh, but Onigashima is still starting to crumble more. Momonosuke is very sure that Luffy will win. He's, he's motivated, he's pumped up, which means he needs to get this hunk of rock moving. And we get more flashes and uh, scenes of people fighting on the inside and water rushing down. There's a very quick scene of Kiroshiro talking to Hiyori about keeping her safe. Uh, we see Beppo being carried. And the water finally rushes its way down to the performance floor. <laughs> Do not remember this taking so long. In the manga, I like it coming in the episode where everyone is kind of saved at the same time. I just don't. I, I feel like it was like a chapter. When like all of it happened at once, but I also just in general like Raizo and Jinbei getting this big moment of saving everybody, and there is this, uh, some extra attention paid to where all the straw hats are in this mess. Zoro's still fucking dead, but Frankie's holding on to him. Usopp gets back down to where Nami and Otama are, and he's got the samurai as well. And this is like Nami's like, could it be? And there's just like a close up of a nose. As, as Usopp arrives. I don't know if that's him. It could be Kaku. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be fucked up. And then a giraffe just starts fighting everybody. And then like he has to fight, what's his name? The other smile giraffe. There's a whole giraffe fight. And they're just swinging their fucking necks at each other. 
That'd be crazy. I was about to ask what would Kaku's Fruit Awakened be like, but we saw what Awakened zones are for the most mm -hmm. part, and it's mostly boring. I hope I hope Oda has like a revision to that because uh, just yeah, they just become a big version of the animal is kind of boring. He's like, I gotta walk this back because there's <laughs> I need cool zone fruit users. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing with like him coming up with awakening kind of early, and then probably being like, oh, if I'm using it as a final form thing, I can't do that with all the zones, right? Also, <laughs> that's clearly not what happened to Luffy's awakening of his zone fruit. <laughs> What would it even be Chopper's Awakening? Would he just look like, would he just be like hyper real, like yes. FMV, they just get a guy? <laughs> or just like green, green screen a guy in? He'd look like handsome Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> they just bring in a human man. Or a, it's, it's a, the Tony Tony Soprano is the, I, I don't, the, the fan art that I saw going around on Twitter again recently. That's really good. Talking about how good uh, Sanji's Gabagool is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Awakening Zone Fruits. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Oda will come up with something cool. Some other uh, dumb excuse to not make fucking Kaku and Luchi look like the biggest, dumbest idiots in the world when they inevitably <laughs> get their uh, long setup return. But anyways. Also, there's the conversation some people have had about like, is awakening isn't necessarily like a thing that happens like once and then you have it, but it is kind of a thing that maybe happens multiple times, which Toei at least doesn't seem to be implying that with Luffy. But in the discord, we were sort of talking about like why the smoke collar appears so early for Luffy. He's like, oh, he's been using it since gear four. Does that mean that like. Is that like connected to the awakening of the fruit using it in this in this absurd way um, or this new way? And I think we're talking about it because Yamato also has it when he does his uh, his 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 form. And I'm like, is that awakened? Sengoku didn't have one. Marco doesn't have one. These are the mythical zones we've seen. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say about Luffy getting wings. Have you seen that really stupid fan art where like Marco dies and gives Luffy his fruit? And he gets like, and he beats Blackbeard with like the, the Phoenix wings. Dumbest shit in the world. That's what I think of when I think of like the worst decision a shonen could make is giving its character wings. I don't know why it's such a, a trope in my mind. I don't even think it's happened that, that, that often. Just a dumb, dumb visual idea. The island's falling apart. Momonosuke finally makes the flame clouds. Congratulations, little boy, little man. Little boy in the body of an adult man. Got fucking Tom Hanks bigged. <laughs> by Shinobu, and who knows where she is. We have not seen her since that happened. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. She's just, like, hanging out on the beach. Yeah, they've gotten farther from that shore now, so uh, the rest of the clouds are also disappearing, so Momonosuke kind of has to do it right now. But he starts to drag it to the ground safely. Luffy does his biggest punch of all, and the, because the island's moving, it sort of, like, lines up so everyone on the performance floor can see Luffy do his final punch, which is... I think a nice a nice moment. Luffy does his big punch and uh he's like, What world are you are you able to create, Luffy? He's like one where all my friends can eat as much as they want. But he says it very slowly and dragged out because uh it's a dramatic moment. And we don't really notice that it's not how people talk because we don't speak Japanese. I'm assuming <laughs> do Japanese people who or like people who speak Japanese, do they notice that or is it just like the performance is so good that it carries it 
Because we were talking about this in the live action where, like, some things just strike us as not effective dramatically. And we and I don't know how much of it is the language barrier. I because I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe just that English is not a a beautiful poetic language. It, it's something that I I feel like because I don't as I learn French I don't feel like dramatic French lines in movies are losing any of their their power to me. It, it I, I I'm it's something I think about a lot, especially related to dubs, because mm-hmm. lines like yelling and attack. In dubs, sometimes sounds weird. Sometimes it sounds okay. The things that always like seem weird to me in dubs is what's the best way to describe it? Like comedy scenes where a character switches from like a casual scene to like yelling at characters. In dubs, it always feels overacted every single time and it does not seem natural or funny it seems really off-putting and weird and out of place but if with like the original like japanese audio it it doesn't seem as odd to me i don't know Mm -hmm. if that if this resonates with anyone or makes sense what i'm saying but the thing that i always notice when i watch dubbed stuff (laughs) is like when characters just start like yelling in a like comedy sequence it just seems weird yeah, they're I mean, like, I, I can they're think like tone of, switching is a little odd in dubs, I think. Yeah, I can think of a a ton of One Piece scenes where Luffy starts comedically yelling halfway through. And I'm trying to imagine with the with the, the dub voice, and I'm like, yeah, that's a kind of a hard just kind of like even the voice tones are kind of hard to, I think, match. For the same reason I, I think even that like we the the casting for the dub of Frankie has to entirely zag away from what Kazuki Yao actually does for Frankie for the sake of localization. Uh, it, it, it's tough what does and doesn't translate. And I, I, I guess some of those normal sentences but said slow and dramatically are, are one of the victims of that. But I say this as someone with no real experience with Japanese. I should watch the French dub and see how I feel about it. Could just be the strength of the performance and that everything is written in that language for that language. So it works there and some of it translates and some of it doesn't. But a thought I had watching this right after the uh, live action, like imagining, I know we talked about in our uh, premium bonus content that you can get for just a dollar a month. (laughs) We talked about the Arlong Park scene and like the final yell Luffy gives is like, I don't think really works. Yeah. Because like, I don't even remember what he says. He's like, because you're my friend or something. Um, and he shouts it very dramatically. And I'm like, okay, well, this feels the way that a lot of anime adaptations feel, which is to say, uh, it doesn't really connect. And I felt that in different and other scenes in the live action too, that were like so directly out of the manga or anime. And, and weren't really changed at all. This scene made me think about that as well. Just the, the very normal sentence. I'm imagining Inyaki doing it. Does it work? Would it work? Maybe maybe more so because it's like not even yelling necessarily. But I don't know. That like the energy behind voice performances is, I think, harder to yell. And I do think it is an energy thing that when talking about the live action or, or the dub, that like when... English voice performances try to capture that energy. They go either yelling 
or that like deep gritty voice that does not strike us as the right tone. Yeah. Hopefully that gets at an idea that anyone can relate to or correlate with. Join our Discord or tweet at us if you agree or disagree or have input. Maybe there's a you know one of our listeners who actually knows Japanese. I don't know. Does does plot quest? Do you have do you have input on this? I know you're deep in the Duolingo. But uh, anyways, Luffy wins. Uh, he I do like the scene of him like as he you know gives his dramatic line and pushes his punch further down. The the magma dragon around Kaido like starts to like bust up, like break into pieces. And I didn't even I, I didn't even realize that Kaido had really made a entirely separate dragon out of magma. I thought he just coded himself. But again, the way that they show it, I'm like, oh, that was like way bigger than he actually is. It's the, the sense of scale when they're up there in the sky is a little hard to hold on to. But it also does, I think, remind you how big Luffy's fist is. But Kaido's whole life flashes before his eyes, now that we've seen all of it in this episode, and it leads up to, like, Odin slicing him, and then it, like, cuts from that to Luffy clocking him with a big giant fist once and for all. And Luffy kind of stands up there in the sky for a little bit longer and smiles, knowing that he's won, I guess, and we see the lanterns float around him and all the wishes on them, including defeat the big scary dragon. And we see Kaido fall. We go. We get the rest of his scene with King, where he says, "Joy Boy's gonna be the person who will defeat me." And King's like, "Well, guess he'll never show up then." He loves Kaido so much. That's basically the end of the episode. Momonosuke gets the island down to the ground and uh, collapses, exhausted. And Luffy is also falling through the sky, exhausted. And that's that's ten seventy six. Kaido is officially defeated. We probably have like, I don't know, two months of Wano left still. Just like, <laughs> like, like just post Wano and depending on how much they do per episode chapter wise, we also might get a recap episode in a week. That's like all of the Gear 5 fight again. Cool. I don't know. I, I don't know what the recap game's going to be as we wrap up Wano. But regardless, Kaido is officially done. There's plenty of post Wano for us to go through. Overall... Now that Kaido has been officially defeated, I guess you can, there might still be some stuff next week if you don't want to put your, your final Kaido thoughts on the record, but how, how do you feel about the Kaido fight, which has been long set up and also long happening? <laughs> it's cool. All right, that's it, everybody. Bye. <laughs> well, uh, I, I feel like it, it's interesting in, in a way similar to what makes Enel interesting is... So many bad guys have this big, deep plan when Enel was like, I'm going to be a god and take over the whole world because I'm the I'm the greatest god to ever live. It's very, mm-hmm. like, megalomaniacal and bigger scope than, like, I'm going to run, like, an illegal ring of uh, weapons and I'm going to take over my own country. Mm-hmm. With Kaido, like, he's just, I just want to be the strongest and <laughs> this is a way that allows me to assert my dominance and get, get closer to being the strongest. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that he didn't think about taking over the world until like, or at least didn't make efforts to do it. Like, I don't know how long he's been thinking about it, but he didn't really s- say anything about it until today. Like in Canon, he's like, decides to kill Orochi and is like, I'm going to be the strongest in the whole world, actually, not just Wano. I'm going to enslave everybody. And then, like, within six hours, he's dead. Or defeated. 
Like, I don't know if he's super dead. If he doesn't usually kill people. He said he was going to take his head. It, I, I do find that interesting. That as this blunt force tool, he is so successful for like 20 some years. And then the day that he's like, what if I dreamed bigger? Defeated. Joy Boy shows up, knocks him in the ground. <laughs> Not easily to say, but I, ju- I just think it's an interesting comparison on top of the he's interesting because he's not doing any of that shit. Like, that's not his backstory. That's not his, uh, his characterization at all. You know, I, I, he's one of my favorite villains now in One Piece, which I did not expect when I was watching Wano, like part one and part two the first time catching up. But now I, now I feel that way. And I think he's got the right amount of backstory. I think overdoing it, would have lowered him on the list. We don't. We we got enough of uh, Kaido's characterization from like what we see from him, which is like just like uh, I I think just the little touches of seeing how he reacts to the way Orochi handles things is great, and uh, it's fun to have like subtle characterization like that instead of. Um, Four weeks of a deep, traumatizing childhood that explains why he's got to be the strongest. Mm-hmm. I think you can read into some of his stuff, too. Like, you can read into a sadness in him always just being the strongest guy around and that being a way that people perceive you. Yeah. But you don't need a three-episode arc about it, <laughs> I don't think. Especially because of how much you have seen of him in other... Like, you've seen so much of him in other people's flashbacks. Yeah. It's, he's so central to everyone else's like development that his development we don't need to see that much of. Yeah, because we get all the stuff that's pertinent to what we're invested in. Yeah, the the inference is stronger than anything that they actually would directly show you, which is why I keep making the Lucci comparison because I think <laughs> if you did that with Lucci, and and another thing is that like you know no one's really coming to d- tried to correct me on this, but I do wonder to compare the manga flashback for Luchi to the anime. Cause I only know the anime. Um, if, if, I don't know if anyone has a perspective on that or who the last, last time any of our audience would have, would have been in any lobby, but <laughs> uh, just a thought I had that I figured I'd throw out here. But I think that if, if Luchi was, you know, referenced to as like, Oh yeah, he's always been this tool of the Marines. He's just been a, a murder machine forever. Um, I think you, you can project more, than being shown something that's not very interesting on its own, which I which I, I absolutely think is the the strength to Kaido is the projection. But yeah, that's our that's our episode. That's I, I think unless you have any final thoughts, but Kaido's uh, rip bozo. <laughs> but if that's it, then we'll <laughs> start wrapping it up. We'll do our plugs here in a second. Thank our patrons. Uh, be sure to stick around for Luffy's always or not Luffy's. Jory's always correct. We got Luffy on the pod. Yeah, we got Luffy on the pod smoking weed, and they're going to tell us what happens next. No, Jory, who I often, you know, sometimes just think is Luffy in real life. It's it's just weird that you can stretch your arms like that. I don't know. But, it, yeah, we don't talk about that much. But. Yeah, post the video of you doing that thing with your with your stomach that like rolls up and down, and be like, I got the gum gum fruit. That's a deep pull. <laughs> yeah, Luffy, when he punches the ground and turns it into rubber, and it does that. <laughs> Stomach thing. Yeah, stick, stick around for, for Jory's always correct predictions of what's going to happen next. 
Uh, but first, we'll, we'll we'll do our plugs. And Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, no, I'm Jory. Anywhere people are okay to find me from from somewhere else. Uh, and I don't want you to find me there. It's a different name. Let's see what what could I have coming up. Uh, I got got movie reviews on my letterboxed. Turns out making like TikToks and stuff for a job, uh, you don't need to like hear the audio because you just throw a song over footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just throw I've been throwing on random like documentaries and stuff that I find on totally legal websites. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see me type stuff up about <laughs> stuff I watch while I'm working, you can go there or my always uh, watching bad movies. Let's see, I got my, I've got been posting about my video games that I played through this year on Backlogged. Good chunk of the way through Baldur's Gate. That game's pretty good. Can you believe it? A game that has like a 97 overall on Metacritic is pretty good. That's crazy. Don't got a whole lot going on. Uh, I might move soon. I don't know if that's... If you follow, follow my tweets to see uh, updates on my, my moving. Yeah. Very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I mean, I, I guess I can plug my stuff. Um, I don't remember if last time, I think last time I would have been able to plug the film festival. I am on, on Twitter and, and the other places you can find me at ghost of Joe, ghost of J. Oh, um, and if you go to half serious, half com or any, uh, my, my Twitter, you can find the trailer to my documentary that I made about. Indie DIY musician Mark with a C, uh, Orlando, obscure legend, oxymoron intended. It got into the Orlando Film Festival, so if you're in the Florida area, or central Florida area, I should say, because Florida's so fucking big, uh, you can see it at the end of uh, October. And I haven't gotten the official acceptance yet, but I know that the, the following week there'll be another place in Florida that you should be able to see it unless, I don't know, God strikes me down. Otherwise, <laughs> I've basically been told that's the case. Uh, and maybe there'll be other ones. September is still the month of all my notification dates, so we'll see. Um, Orlando's going to be the big one because that's where most of Mark's audience is. So very excited <laughs> about that. Hopefully I can make it out myself. Uh, that's about it. Also, I did go, I guessed it on a podcast about uh, talking about the documentary. I will, once I have a link or a place to share it, I'll probably plug it better next week. But uh, if you follow me on Twitter or whatever, you'll be able to, to find it that way. I'll retweet it. Um, but that's all my stuff from the movie zone. And I guess we'll now plug our stuff for this podcast specifically, which is to say that we do have a Twitter account for the show that we are watching OP. If you want to follow us there for, you know, retweets of, of arts and jokes and the official One Piece account just posted something with the chopper meme image. Um, so I'm just going to retweet that with no context. Uh, the One Piece is real. And what else in our, like, bio? You can find a link to the Discord. It should also be in the show notes of any other episodes to our Discord. You can talk about the manga, the anime, the podcast, other stuff you like, the live action, uh, uh, the card game. You can find people to play the card game with on simulator or webcam if you're nasty. And I think that's uh, an adequate plug for that. And then lastly, our Patreon. Patreon.com slash we are watching OP. You do get acts. If you connect your Patreon and your Discord, you can get to a uh, channel just for the patrons, which is a great place to talk about uh, 
uh, our bonus premium content like our live action episodes. Everything there is just a dollar a month. A uh, huge backlog if you're new. A lot of people have been joining um, in, in wake of our live action episodes. So thank you very much. We're going to call out all of your names here in a second because that's another thing you get for your dollar is a, a shout out at the end of every episode. Um, is it my turn this time? I think so. Okay, so let me pull up. Sorry, I got a tab open for the Disco Elysium Reddit because someone was like, any other right-wingers enjoying this game? Um, and they're like, I'm, I'm not an American. I'm Danish, but I'm, I'm right-wing. And like the top comment is like, of course a game about someone giving themselves brain damage would resonate with the right. Which is just very, very funny. Um, so let me... Did, did, that didn't take up the whole time I, I needed to <laughs> pull up the I, names. I, I saw a, a little bit of a tweet of someone going, if I wanted to do the bad bad route in a game, I'd do the Disco Elysium communism route. Mm, that's funny. It's I, The politics of that subreddit are so fucking funny. <laughs> I love Disco Elysium. That's my other plug. You should play that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you to our patrons. Also, I, when I was going through the names, I saw someone with an AOL email address, and I just... <laughs> Shout out to you specifically. I think they've been a patron for a while. Thank you to our patrons. AZ Couple, Adam B, Adam W, Ali, Anton, Becca, Blue Sunrise, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moak, Chad, Connor, Dame, Damien, David A, David B, Deus Equus, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Gordon, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, 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 no, I'm Jacob, James, Jiminy's Journal, Joe, Josh, Junesong91, Cat, Ken, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mag, Tuasera. Sorry, all the other the other problems that there's a T there's a T W Y in there, which my brain reads as the Wonder Years, but that's <laughs> that's that's a skill issue on my part. Uh, but thank you, Mag, Tuasera, uh, Mallory, Martha, Mick Foley, two nine nine, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Raish, Riley, Rodsters, Roger, Ryan, Screed, Snowy Scale, Space Jockey, Spandan, Stephen. D. Stephen R. Daniel, the Cat Fangs, the Lost Crab Rangoon, Tony Trey, Vedicky Vertigree, your boy, and you thought it was King Smallamander, but it was I, Jory. Uh, no! Thank you so much for uh, all of your patronage. That Fuck. list is much longer than it was last time. So thank you. I uh, hope you're enjoying the live action coverage. Probably like October 1st is when I'm going to get that second episode out up there. But, uh, yeah, enjoy, and I hope you're enjoying all the other bonus content up there, new folks. And I think that's everything to plug. So, Jory, if you, you want to take us home with your predictions, what's going to happen next time on this anime called One Piece? Uh, Luffy's going to collapse from uh, fighting so much with, with Gear 5, because it takes a lot out of him. And we're going to get the next chunk from Luffy's point of view, so it's going to be like... There's an episode of My Name is Earl where okay. <laughs> where he finds out his friend and and his dad were part of like secret government agents and uh he has to tag along for it but they he can't witness it so he keeps like waking up and seeing crazy shit going on and then they inject him with like a fall asleep drug and then he falls back asleep and then it's going to be like that Luffy's going to wake up and see like Sanji fighting off uh super germa soldiers cuz they got uh super weaponized by Enel and his robots and then he's gonna oh, fall yeah. back asleep and then he's gonna wake up again and it's gonna be like Zoro clashing with uh what's the guy's name from Impel Down? Was it like Ganryu? Oh, Shiryu of the Rain? Shir yeah him. He's gonna, he's gonna wake up to see Zoro fighting him 
and he's gonna fall asleep. And well, he, won't, he won't see Shiryu you because he has the invisibility fruit. But oh shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he's gonna so fall asleep fighting again. nothing. And I'll be like, that's confusing. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna wait, be waking up as they're going through major arcs that we just miss because Oda's like, I don't have time for this anymore. We gotta speed this up. Yeah, we gotta wrap this shit up. <laughs> just do another time skip to to fucking not even deal with it. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. Um, and we will be there next time covering it. And until then, to, to be, be. Continued. continued.